The COVID-19 pandemic created waves of unprecedented change across K-12 education. While many districts took their first foray into virtual and hybrid learning to respond to the immediate needs of their communities, established virtual and hybrid programs throughout the United States have brought innovation and flexibility to students and families across the country and around the world. In order to discover more about what made these programs a success and what their leaders had to learn along the way, the Learning Accelerator spoke with a number of these schools to capture, codify, and share their stories with the field. In this episode of the Learning Accelerator's Beyond Brick and Mortar podcast series, we're going to hear from Megan Palovich, the head of school at Laurel Springs School, about the strategies, resources, and insights that exemplary virtual and hybrid programs have used to make their model a success. Established in 1994, Laurel Springs School has been credited as the very first online school by Aurora Institute. Today, Laurel Springs functions as a private, tuition-based online school for students in kindergarten through grade 12. The school also offers the Academy at Laurel Springs, a selective, application-only program that provides high-performing students in grades 6 through 12 with a rigorous curriculum and specially trained teachers. Other offerings include courses students can take after graduating high school, as well as single courses that students can take while attending their primary school. The school offers a rolling admission schedule, allowing students to begin their classes with Laurel Springs at any point in the year, and serves 5,000 full-time students across all 50 states and 110 different countries. The school's mission is to engage global learners in an education that values them as individuals, integrate their passions and pursuits into academic and career pathways, and foster inquiry, growth, mastery, purpose, and independence. Laurel Springs attracts students from across the United States and around the world with a focus on athletes, actors, artists, and accelerated learners, students whose schedules and needs may not align with traditional seat time requirements. While Laurel Springs boasts an impressive longevity as a virtual school, they experienced exponential growth during the COVID pandemic as families sought safe and effective options for their children in a time of uncertainty. School administrators expected most of these students to return to traditional in-person settings as brick-and-mortar schools began to reopen, but they found that over 50% of students decided to stay enrolled in Laurel Springs programs. The program's consistency, in combination with its mastery-based, self-paced model, was credited as a reason for the strong level of retention. There was consistency with our model that that's what kept them here. And they realized just how much the kids could learn when they could do it independently and gain those skills of self-advocacy and ownership and time management, like all those things that we want kids to have for college. You know, I've got fifth graders that make appointments to go to their teacher office hours. Like who gets to do that? Like you don't get to do that until you're in college. So when you start realizing that kids can work at their own pace, in their own space, and they're not bound to the seven and a half hours a day, Monday to Friday, and now have seven days a week, 24 hours a day, what can your schedule look like? It really opens things up. And I think... During COVID, that's what people began to realize, the power 
of the self-paced model. The parents really saw their kids become very independent. And I think that's what we all want as teachers and as parents is to see that. With Laurel Springs' fully asynchronous model, teachers work to differentiate instruction for students and create a learning experience that is best suited to each individual student based on their preferences, strengths, and interests. Students at Laurel Springs are not given hard deadlines, but rather a more flexible schedule that allows students to get their work done on their own schedule, all while challenging and engaging students in curriculum, projects, and learning experiences that are tailored to them. People always ask me, what's your student-teacher ratio? It's really one-to-one because they're not teaching a classroom. So for the teacher to be able to go into the content and then be able to leave authentic feedback for that student that is either written, audio, or video, whatever modality you know works best for that kid, you don't get that in a brick-and-mortar school. When you couple that kind of self-paced and personalization with our mastery-based model, we don't give due dates on anything. We give them a period of time. So, you know, you have five months for a semester. It is your job as a student to be able to finish it. We give you suggested due dates, but I'm not going to take five points off for a late assignment. I want you to be able to work at your own pace. You know, differentiated instruction is great, but when you have 20 kids in a classroom, you can't possibly meet all their needs. And it's not until you have something like this where you can meet the kids where they are. People use personalized all the time, buzzword. At Laurel, we believe personalized education is meeting the child exactly where they are and challenging them where they need to be challenged and supporting them where they need to be supported. Intentionality is key in the relationship that Laurel Springs teachers have with their students. In addition to extensive training in virtual learning and a rigorous hiring process, Laurel Springs works to ensure that their teachers are equipped with the tools, expertise, and time to get to know each student, their goals, and how to best support them. My teachers, I want you to figure out how this kid's going to communicate with you. Is it going to be, are you going to text them? Are you going to go in your live classroom? Are you going to email them? Are you going to call them? You personalize to their mode, and that's how we do it. The second thing I would say is teacher office hours are crucial to that relationship with the child. My teachers have two hours of office hours a day. If a kid's in a completely different time zone, I want them to advocate for themselves and say, hey, can't meet that. Can you meet? They'll meet. And the teachers need to be trained that in those office hours, they are not giving out answers. You are problem solving. They are truly the guide on the side that is helping to support them as they're learning how to learn. The third thing that I think is pretty cool about what we do that would be awesome if districts could do, we have a live help room open 15 hours a day. So I've got teachers and department chairs that staff it. So think about when you're online shopping and you need help with something, like you can get help immediately. If the teacher is not available, what we realized is kids will email their teacher and stop working. 
right? So I want them to go to the office hours, teachers not there. I want them to go to LSF Live and get help there. And if they can't find someone to help them, I want that teacher to move them on to something else. Let me look in your grade book. Oh, you have this assignment coming up. How much work have you done on that? Those kinds of things. I think where districts fail is giving their counselors 400 kids, right? So at my school, they have about 250 kids, but they also have a course. The counselor is the teacher. It's very targeted. In ninth grade, you know, you're introduced to Naviance and you learn things about time management and all of those things. And then it builds to, you know, we're a college prep school, so we're preparing you to apply to college. I think if districts were smart, they could pool their counseling resources and do some personalized learning, create courses so that the counselors are not only connected to the kid when they're doing course scheduling for 15 minutes once. So I think there's like a real opportunity, especially in the, in the counseling, and especially I'll go to guidance, you know, the social emotional piece, the ability for a district that, you know, if they had many different schools, bringing in groups cross-functionally, supporting them, you know, that could be something portable. It's a whole village that makes this happen. Students and families in the virtual setting may sometimes feel disconnected from their school communities. In order to combat this concern, Laurel Springs works thoughtfully to create a culture of engagement across stakeholders. The school facilitates connections between staff, families, and students by providing a variety of touch points for interaction and relationship building, from a private social network to regional in-person meetups that bring together students and families in the same geographic location. That's where our whole student engagement section pulls in. So we had to pivot a little with COVID. So with the littles, we were like, okay, we have to do some normal things. Let's do story time on Wednesdays and kids can come. Let's do show and tell. Let's do calendar. We also have grade level hangouts where kids can come in, chat with each other. We've got school assemblies where they get to listen to a speaker and chat with each other. Again, we've got those 32 different clubs. So having that niche like, oh, well, I want to be a doctor. I'm going to be in scrubs club. So the kids come together with a faculty member and they do whatever they do in scrubs club. Or there's, we have a pen pal club or, you know what I mean? And again, it's 10%. I always say 10% of our community want to be that engaged. We have also mimicked it for the parents. So my dean of students three years ago was like, we need a parking lot, Megan. I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, you know, like when we drop our kids off at school and we're in, the moms are in the parking lot and we're talking to each other. We need a parking lot. So we created community connections where they have a room like this and we kind of separate them by grade bands, you know, lower, middle, upper, and parents have time to connect. We're not controlling it. We just gave them the space. And then we have like student ambassadors and parent ambassadors. Like there's all sorts of ways to become involved. 
We do have a private social network for grades seven through 12, which is completely monitored by a company. They can friend each other. They, you know, there could be a little group. So it's, it's like the way they connect anyway. I think they do that now more than in person. As the world reeled from the COVID pandemic, more students and families sought out high-quality virtual and hybrid education than ever before. Even as brick-and-mortar schools have opened their doors once again, virtual and hybrid learning has underscored its role in K-12 education, opening up new opportunities for students to experience the high-quality education they deserve. Laurel Springs School proved to be a reliable, flexible option for students and their families during the pandemic and well before. Their model adapts to students and their schedules, needs, and preferences. Laurel Springs educators work to deliver a one-to-one, personalized experience that engages and challenges students, allows them to develop the skills they need to be college and career ready, and provides them with opportunities to connect and stay involved in their school community. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Learning Accelerator's Beyond Brick and Mortar podcast series. For more resources and stories from real-world practitioners and leaders, explore other episodes in our Stories of Learning podcast.